amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. All right. Hello and welcome to the Overdue Podcast, Episode 23, The Dog Days of Summer. I'm Kelly, and I'm joined today by my fellow librarians, Dana. Hi. Mark. Hello. And Erica. Hello. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about volunteerism, and we have a pre-recorded segment with Erica interviewing a volunteer from Dogs on Call. We'll discuss our summer plans and what we plan to read this summer. We'll have trivial observations with Mark and our Anything Goes recommendations. So, Mark, why don't you start us off with volunteering? There are benefits to volunteering, you know, besides the fact that, you know, it's a good thing to do. And found from nonprofithub.org, a list of eight long-term health benefits of volunteering. Mm. And I'll just quickly go through them. And if anybody has any comments, terrific. Uh, Number one, it boosts self-esteem. Okay. Number two, it expands your connections. Sure. You meet more people and through them, uh, networking. Number three, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Number four, it contributes to a longer life. Number five, it gives purpose. Mm -hmm. Number six, it can combat stress. Number seven, it uh, gives a good example. And finally, number eight, it actually teaches you new skills that you uh, may not think that you might use, but you might later, so... Any comments? No, that's great. I I like the longer life. (laughs) Makes perfect sense. (laughs) All right, Dana, what do you have for us? All right, so Madison College has an active and inspiring volunteer center run by our fabulous students under the advisement of Brianna Stapleton-Welch of Student Life. Currently, the volunteer center is compiling a list of fun summer volunteer opportunities. These will highlight community festivals and charity runs in Madison and beyond that are in search of very short-term help. Mm -hmm. They typically are just one-day events, and they're great because they happen to uh, fall on weekends usually, and some of them are family-friendly, so you can bring your whole family and, you know, involve the younger generation. Mm -hmm. And the Volunteer Center will be posting this information to the Wolfpack Connect app. If you are a student at Madison College and don't have Wolfpack Connect yet, look it up and check it out. It's a great way to connect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And also the Volunteer Center has partnered with several community organizations, such as the United Way and Edgewood College, to compile volunteer opportunities in the area separate from the Wolfpack Connect uh, app. At the website volunteeryourtime.org, you can filter and sort through most of the events that happen in the area. One of their favorites is the River Food Pantry's MUNCH program, and MUNCH is an acronym, Madison Unites to Nourish Children at Home. Other towns in the area have similar programs, such as Stoughton's Lunches for Vikings. So if you're interested in giving back and connecting with your community or getting some of those benefits that Mark mentioned, um, 
Please look into the Wolfpack Connect and volunteeryourtime.org to find an opportunity that matches your interests. Who knows, you may find a great career move or a new friend. All right. Great, that uh, lunches with to, to Vikings, is that what it was? Lunches to Vikings? Mm-hmm. It, it's very similar to one of the volunteer opportunities that I was um, researching in my local town, um, which is DeForest. And every year they... Um, try to have fundraisers for a group called Blessings in a Backpack. Oh, nice. And it's actually an organization that helps feed uh, children, students, who you know aren't able to have that school lunch opportunity during the summer and on weekends. So mm-hmm. um, lots of vol- volunteer opportunities with them, so we're hoping to get involved, my family, my kids, and I. So. Great. Awesome. And I just found this online. I just thought it was interesting. City of Madison volunteer opportunities. Um, They have everything from if you're interested in gardening, Mm -hmm. litter cleanup. And there was also a link that said current committee vacancies. And it had um, uh, various openings on the different boards, uh, um, such as uh, City, County, Homeless Issues Committee, um, Committee on the Environment, mm-hmm. an Ethics Board, a Landmark Commission, as well as many others. So, um, yeah. Lots of great opportunities. Yeah. And uh, next, we're going to take a break and listen to an interview Erica did with Dogs on Call volunteer Christina Zungler and her Golden Retriever, Jasmine. Well, today we have a very special guest. Um, we have a group with us in the library called Dogs on Call, and I have a visitor, a volunteer from that group that's with us today, and if you could please introduce yourself just quickly, your name and your partner there. Sure. Um, my name is Chris. I'm with Dogs on Call. Um, my partner here is Jasmine. She's an English cream golden retriever. Um, we've been a part of Dogs on Call for about one year, um, and we're a therapy team, Um, We're completely volunteers and we bring our own animals. These are our pets from home that we've gone through training and um, we just do service in the community to different um, facilities and love what we do. So could you tell me a little bit about the history? How did Dogs on Call get started? Yes, so Dogs on Call got started in 1999. Um, There were five women who were gathered around a kitchen table in one of their homes and one of the gals, her name was Lynn, She said, we should start up um, a dog therapy group and volunteer with our dogs, um, go out in the community, reach out to some different um, facilities in the community, and spread the love that we have for our pets. That's that's great. I love that it was just five women yeah. in, in, <laughs> around, around their kitchen, their kitchen table. table. Yeah, that's exactly. great. Exactly. The the need, right? The that's where you always find that there's a need out there when you're just having a conversation. Right. So that's great. Yeah. Um. So then, what types of places do you visit? You're here in a library today, yeah. but so we do a lot of um, campus visits here at MATC and the UW. Um, we visit hospitals. Um, we can go to prisons in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, we also go to health clinics and mental health centers. Um, there's a program that some of us are certified in called Read With Me, mm. and that's where we go to um, public libraries, and it's really good for the kiddos learning to read sure. because um, dogs are completely non-judgmental, right. and a child can sit down and read to them and not be corrected. Yeah. Um, they can learn to hear their voice out loud and um, 
So that's a really nice program. That's um, really that great. That we go to yeah. a lot of the public libraries in the area. Um, Wonderful. We also do special events too. We do um, summer safety town, camp paw prints, and do volunteering at um, Dane County Humane Society. So, um, wow. and do you know how many volunteers roughly are part of the group? Yes, we have now from um, how it originally started to those five gals around the kitchen table. We have over one hundred teams oh, now. Wow, that's yeah. amazing! So yeah. that's so a, it's really a, grown of an animal or a pet and yep. a person. Yeah, so, so really... a team consists of um, a human mm-hmm. and their animal. So two hundred creatures. That's, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's great. Yeah. So are there speaking of creatures? Are there other animals besides dogs that are part of the group? Yes, absolutely. Um, so mainly um, dogs are the main animal, but we also have some cats mm-hmm. that do visits, um, rabbits. There's a miniature horse, and we oh. now have a guinea pig. Oh, <laughs> that's great. And so um, they've all go through go through the certification and training, sure. and it is slightly modified for different animals. Like some are lap animals, so then it's a little bit different training, and the hands-on is slightly different. Um, but yeah, it's really nice to have different different animals yeah. I've been on visits when the cats come and they're super popular yeah, for sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> change it up and I know yeah. they they love getting lots of cuddles too so yeah absolutely um, well, great that's all I really have for you um thank you so much for coming to visit us oh today. my gosh thank Chris you for having and Jasmine uh, for our listeners Jasmine's sitting right next to us being a really good girl she's <laughs> panting away but listening well so um so yeah thank you so much thank for you us. so much for having us we appreciate it all right So our next segment is we are going to talk about um, our summer plans and our summer reading list. Um, Dana, why don't you start us out on uh, your summer plans? Okay, so this summer is going to be the first time my whole family has taken a big trip by air. We have Mm -hmm. two little kids, and I'm very (laughs) excited. We're going out to Portland to visit my sister-in-law, and um, we'll be there for hopefully not too long, but uh, we're going to be there for 10 days. Um, We don't make it out there often, and she's got a whole house that we can stay in, so we're going to hope to make a trip up to Seattle to see some other family while we're there, so I'm really excited about that. All right. Excited about the plane ride? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little nervous about yeah. that part. <laughs> I don't blame you. Is it going to be in the daytime or the nighttime? Or? Daytime flight. Okay. Yeah. And how many connections? I think just two. Okay. Yeah. Right. It shouldn't be too bad. It's not too bad. And actually, for little kids, that almost helps to break it up. They're not on a plane the whole time. Yeah. Yep. Right. Erica, what do you plan to do this summer? Um, so my family owns a camper. Um, we love to go camping. We don't really rough it, uh, so to speak, um, but we do like to try out at least one new uh, park or campground every summer. That's a good idea. Um, you know, we have some usual ones that we go to every year, um, but we like to have, it, like I said, at least one new one. So this year... We're going to take a longer trip, um, about a week long, and go to Governor Dodge State Park, which I have never been to. I've only heard great things, so we are excited about that. Um, And it has taken us a couple of years to get our girls excited about camping. Usually, (laughs) you know, they kind of go begrudgingly, and then when they get there, you know, they have a lot of fun. Of course. Um, And for us, it's like any opportunity to, you know, spend time with family, but also to not, you know, have to constantly be thinking of things to keep them occupied, especially in the summer. Um, And then for part of that trip, my my parents will come and join us, so it'll be sort of a 
many family reunions. So what kind of camper do you have? An um, RV or? We have like a pull behind a okay. trailer. All right. Um, it's, it's about 19 feet. Um, it's a pretty nice little setup. It's small, but it has kind of like a bunk bed setup for the girls. Okay. Um, so for them, it works, it works really well. Great. Awesome. Yeah. We enjoy it. And Mark, how about you? I am looking forward to meandering this summer. Okay. So, um, sure, there are you know some um, vacation trips and such, but um, yeah, I, I'd like to spend uh, a summer meandering. Okay, once. that sounds great. That does sound great. <laughs> <laughs> and I, my plans are I'm going to learn how to kayak. And um, then I'm wanting to take a beginning German class. Um, I really haven't looked into it, and I don't have a lot of time, but I, I would like to do that this ja summer. Jawohl. Jawohl. <laughs> and is that at Madison College? That is at Madison College, oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That leads me to a couple of things that I found in the um, non-degree continuing education courses over the summer that I'm not going to have time to take, but I would <laughs> love to. There are uh, some painting classes that I thought looked really cool. One yeah. is called Painting for Pleasure. I don't know if you can get a more um, apt title for right. that. <laughs> but um, also some cooking classes. Uh, there was a ton of them, know, but yeah. Cooking Mediterranean Cuisine, Sushi and Miso, Veggie-centric dishes, the essential Instapot, and Instapot Mexico. Oh. These are all classes, so, right. wow. I can't even imagine, like, what would you talk about after class number one, but I'm sure right. somebody's got some good ideas. Yeah. You know, Madison College has actually a really wonderful um, continuing ed, mm-hmm. and it, we benefit by being in Madison with a lot of, you know, um, educated and very eclectic um, mm-hmm. interests uh, of people, and people that are willing to share their time, you know, mm-hmm. teaching those things. So if people haven't taken advantage of uh, Madison's continuing ed um, offerings, this summer is a terrific time to do it. Uh, yeah. And it's it's not too late to sign up for things. So Just got a, another idea for a podcast in the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to our summer reading list. Um, I can start. Uh, <laughs> I always have good intentions in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just decided to to kind of research and see what other folks have done because I, sure. I think I, I, you know, like I said, I set a list and I don't always get to it. Um, but in researching a little bit, I did find that there are a number of great um, compiled reading lists um, that are available through Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they obviously encourage you to check out materials through Overdrive, but also at your local library. Um, and this is just a good place to find these lists. And one of the ones that I found that I thought was really funny and sort of spoke to me was books to read by the pool or in it. Oh. Um, so <laughs> it's a short list, um, and they're, they're only four that, like, standout titles, but I was surprised I'd, I'd only read one on the list. Um, good Omens by Neil Gaiman, mm. um, and I have read other Neil Gaiman and really enjoy them. Um, Me Talk Pretty One Day by David Sedaris. Oh, that's which I very funny. With. Very, very funny. Um, Rogue Squadron by Michael Stackpole, which is book one mm-hmm. in the Star Wars X-Wing series. Never no, heard yeah. It's yeah. a really eclectic okay. list. <laughs> and then uh, Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte, right. which I also have not ever read. Um, so this particular um, blog post uh, was available on Overdrive. Uh, 
the sort of article or blog post was really funny. The descriptions of the books were really funny. Mm. Um, and just reading this list was, you know, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I like lists. Yeah, so in the title, <laughs> this this blogger was Bethany Porter. She's a collection development specialist. Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't say from what library, um, but I think she just submits blog posts for Overdrive. Um, but it was funny because she, in her title, she also has an asterisk about reading in the pool. And she recommends, <laughs> yeah. if you're planning on reading in the pool, I recommend finding some paperbacks at your local library's book sale. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So I thought that was great. So just reading these, finding, finding these lists and reading right. the lists was actually quite, quite fun. So give me ideas. No, no Jaws by Peter Benchley for I reading in a pool. Um, she does list other titles I might be caught reading this summer as a hyperlink, and it is a quite an extensive list, so All right. maybe it's in there. All right. All right. I uh, hope to read something by Thomas Hardy. It's been oh, okay. uh, several years, sure. but I really like his stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. For me, uh, this is going to be the summer of reading uh, books that my parents always wanted me uh. to read, but... Uh, I'm going to be reading two books by Sloane Wilson, a writer from the 1960s, The Man in a Gray Flannel Suit and A Summer Place. And I'm also going to read um, Ship of Fools by Catherine Ann Porter. Great. So that's my summer list. All right. Well, I'm probably going to read a lot this summer, but um, nothing is higher on my list than Fire and Blood by George R.R. Martin. Mm -hmm. So that it's the prequel sort of the prequel, 300 years before uh, the uh, happenings of uh, A Song of Ice and Fire. Mm-hmm. So that's that's number one. <laughs> I'll read that one, too. All right. Yeah. All right. So. And uh, are the three of you doing any Wheel of Time books during this um, summer? Dana has finished Wheel of Time. Wow. And I am okay. just starting on the last one, uh, oh, wow. volume 14. And so. I'm really behind. I've only read yeah. the first. Yeah. So I guess there's my reading list for the summer. Well, I, actually, I'm listening. I have yes. I have moved to read. I have moved from reading to listening. So yeah. It took me over a year to read the series. Yeah. So I'm kind of happy to be done with it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's an accomplishment. Although I'm a little bit sad. Like my friends are gone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's have trivial observations with Mark. Given the theme of the dog days of summer for our show, um, the title of this week's quiz is They Say About Summer. I'm going to give our panel here uh, 10 quotations from novels uh, or plays or poems or musical pieces, and uh, they're going to, for one point, tell me who the author is is and for another point uh the work um that the piece is from okay so the first one (laughs) and so with the sunshine and the great bursts of leaves growing on the trees just as things grow in fast movies i had that familiar conviction that life was beginning over again with the summer oh hi (laughs) gosh it's that's beautiful (laughs) i don't know where it's from sounds like a novel that I will give you that it's a novel. <laughs> it yes. is a novel. <laughs> in in fact, it it's a well known novel. Hmm. Oh gosh. Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> no. Hmm. <laughs> I I give up. 
I don't know. Yeah, me too. Okay, that was uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald from The Great Gatsby. Oh, oh gosh, we should have known that. There. One benefit of summer was that each day we had more light to read by. Oh, um, gosh, that does sound familiar. One benefit of summer is was, was that each day we had more, more light to read by. That's a so great pre-electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, gosh, stumped. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, that was Jeanette Walls from the Glass Castle. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Read that. Did you? I have not read yes. that. Oh, gosh. Oh, and now the quote is okay. A little makes, sad, actually. Yeah. Oh, it's a great no, quote. It, it, yeah. It's a, it's a great book. All right. Sweet Days of Summer, The Jasmine's in Bloom. That's a song. That's got to be a pop song. It, Sweet Days of Summer, The Jasmine's in Bloom. Oh, it's not a song. It is a song. It is a pop song. Okay. Um, it sounds like... Um, um, it's something you hear every summer on some radio station. Yeah. Oh, um... And it's been, you've heard it for decades. Was it Seals and Croft? It is Seals and Croft. (laughs) Well, what's it called? Um, Oh, gosh, I can't think of the summer, summer days, summer. Pretty, summer's in the title, yeah. Okay. I I don't know the title. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Summer Breeze. Summer Breeze (laughs) makes me feel fine. Yeah, Yeah. of course. All right. Oh, that's good. Summer gathered in the weather. The wind had the proper touch. The breathing of, of the world was long and warm and slow. You had only to rise, lean from your window, and know that this indeed was the real first time of freedom and living. This was the first morning of summer. Gosh, that sounds like Sherwood Anderson or something. Sure, um, <laughs> it is It is not. It but, is not, yeah. Um, is it uh, Betty Smith? No, um... Mm. Another author that I should read. Yes, um, yeah. yes, you should. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Gosh, Mark. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Stumped us. Uh, this is Ray Bradbury, Dandelion Wine. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's, a, it's a terrific quote. Um, right, so. yes. They're all great quotes. I just don't know. Then we made our true love vow, wonder what she's doing now. Summer dreams ripped at the seams. Oh, um, that's uh, from Greece. It is from Greece. Summer Very good. Loving. Summer loving. I don't know this, yeah. the artist. Um, well, it was both Danny John and Travolta. Sandy. John Travolta yeah. and, and Olivia Newton-John. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Wait a minute. Do, do, do. Very good. <laughs> okay. Early June, the world of leaf and blade and flowers explode, and every sunset is different. Walt Whitman? Yeah. Or Robert Frost? <laughs> Both sound like they could. Yeah. yeah. Early June, the world of leaf and blade and flowers explode, and every sunset is different. Wow. I give up. Um, that that's a that's a tough one. It's John Steinbeck from the Winter of Our Discontent. Oh, I haven't read that. Uh, haven't. Wow. Okay. okay. Mm. 
All right. Summer, it turns me upside down. Summer, 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 it's like a merry-go-round. <laughs> is that that Cars song? It is the Cars, yes. <laughs> oh, and what was the name of the Cars song? Is it called Summer? <laughs> I know. Um, it's Magic. Oh, it's oh, Magic. Oh, it's yeah. Magic. That's right. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm so embarrassed. I don't know all these great... Uh, I know the pop songs, though, but so, not the poetry. Three more. <laughs> Sorry. Summer was our best season. It was sleeping on a back screen porch in cots or trying to sleep in a treehouse. Summer was everything good to eat. It was a thousand colors in a parched landscape. Wow. That's great. And sounds so familiar. Yeah, and it's towards the beginning of this novel. Mm. Summer was our best season. Summer. It was sleeping on a back screen porch in cots or trying to sleep in a treehouse. Summer was everything good to eat. It was a thousand colors in a parched landscape. Gosh, it's not To Kill a Mockingbird. It is To Kill yeah, a Mockingbird. That's, what I was that's of. yeah, I was just because I right. remember the treehouse. Yeah. yeah, okay. Cool. Great. Excellent. Okay. All right, uh, two more. Summer's lease hath all too short a date. Well, I sounds. agree. Like, <laughs> sounds like Shakespeare. It is Shakespeare. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, the truly tough one with this one is, can you d- identify? And it is... Uh, Midsummer Night's Dream? It is not actually a play. Oh. Okay. Sonnet. One of the sonnets? It is a sonnet. Mm. If you could name the number of the sonnet, that would be just amazing. <laughs> Okay, yeah. it is uh, sonnet eighteen, but it's it's uh, terrific. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, and finally, the very last one: summer will end soon enough, and childhood as well. Ooh, is that childhood's end? No. no. Okay. Summer will end soon enough, and childhood as well. Hmm. And if the three of you don't. Get this, you're going to pick yourself. Is it uh, The Heart is the a Lonely Hunter? No. <laughs> it makes me want to cry. I know. It is very melancholy. One last time. Summer will end soon enough in childhood as well. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't either. <laughs> it's a song. George R.R. R. Martin, oh! A Game of Thrones. Oh! <laughs> Gosh, so it's from the first book. Uh, apparently oh, the gosh. first book, yeah. All right, yeah. well, I'll have to look that one up. Right. <laughs> really, that could have been from any books. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, well, great. That was very, very tough, Mark. Yeah. Yes. All right. Next, uh, we're moving on to our Anything Goes recommendations. Um, um, I, can, I can go first. So in thinking about this, I, um, this recording um, episode, um, I was actually thinking back to, you know, being out in our backyard playing with my kids. And just this week, um, we were in the yard making up a game, as we often do. Um, So this was, we had a softball bat and a kickball, (laughs) and it was sort of a mix of kickball and softball. Um, and it was completely made up and, you know, rules changed every two minutes. <laughs> to suit people's and, whims. Yeah, yes. whatever was happening <laughs> at the moment. Um, and so my recommendation is just to get out there and make some stuff up. Um, make up your own game, make up your own reading list, um, you know, make up how you want your summer to go. 
you know, just a couple of years ago, there was a big kickball mm-hmm. um, kick and, you know, league starting up again. And I'm, I'm very sorry that I didn't get into that <laughs> because that was uh, something I enjoyed a lot as a kid and it would have been uh, fun. But I haven't noticed in, in the last few years any kickball leagues. I know that. I think the, the smaller communities maybe still have them. Still do like it, I know there's one in DeForest. That mm-hmm. There's a, like a kickball, a co-ed kickball league and, and things like that. So maybe it just depends on your community. Those good kicks are so satisfying. That's <laughs> <laughs> the sound of the ball. You know, that's, yeah. Very good. Well, I'll go next, and it's already been mentioned on the podcast, but um, The Man in the Gray Flannel Suit mm-hmm. by Sloan Wilson, which I had never heard of him, and uh, I'd heard, I first heard about him um, watching the Blu-ray extras for Mad Men, which I'll sneak okay. in another recommendation, mm-hmm. um, just Mad Men, the whole complete series. Mm-hmm. And the creator uh, of Mad Men, Matthew Weiner, um, he cites uh, the man in the gray flannel suit as a, a big influence, and and you can certainly see why. Um, it it just has this beautiful, clear, uncluttered writing style, and it's perfectly plotted. And just like Don Draper in Mad Men, the protagonist Tom Rath, he's a returning war veteran um, from World War II, which Don Draper was Korea, I know, but they both have secrets, and so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> And but it's also about other things. It's about our work lives, um, money, our family, and creating a work life balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was published in 1955, but it really didn't start catching on into the the American zeitgeist until the mid 60s when people started saying, "Is this really what we want? Do we want to live in the suburbs and mm-hmm. commute all this way?" And you know, so but. Um, I just I recommend I highly recommend this novel. It's just it's beautiful. Okay. Um, yep, and it, it, there's some funny things in it too, and some really sad things too. But just like Mad Men, <laughs> so. I'm looking forward to reading that. Yeah. So, Mark, what do you have for us? Um, I'm going to recommend, and given the uh, theme of summer, um, I'm going to recommend um, if you don't own a kayak, uh, <laughs> that at uh, Oldbrook Park, mm, yeah. um, there's actually, uh, they have uh, uh, canoe and kayak rentals, mm-hmm. right. and it might seem daunting to go on to Lake Monona, but if you rent a kayak for an hour or two, uh, just a short jaunt down, you can get on to Starkweather Creek, yep. which is very easy kayaking. Um, you would have to work exceptionally hard to drown yourself um, <laughs> on that. I think they and, give you life vests. <laughs> well, at worst, you're just going to get kind of dirty if right. you happen yeah. to uh, flip. You know, there's a lot of people that uh, will offer advice on technique and form and everything. <laughs> and, you know, that's great to learn it, but don't you know, let that stop you, how you look in it. Just get out there right. and, and get do out and it. Do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And the nice thing about it is once you get back and drop it off, there is a uh, beer garden at uh, uh, Oldbrook that you yep. can... Yeah. <laughs> or do the beer garden first. <laughs> or both. <laughs> Dana's a rebel. <laughs> My husband and I did that last year for our anniversary. It was a lot of fun. We went and got some beer and then kayaked. Great. It, it is a lot of fun, but this being a college uh, podcast, we do not recommend... <laughs> no. Drink, drink responsibly. <laughs> All right, Dana, Dana, what do you have for us? All right, so my recommendation is an app that I've 
found um, to be helpful and enjoyable. It's called Insight Timer, and I've been using it to meditate. You can either have a timer or listen to preset meditations. There's also like guided relaxations for sleep. There's some for kids, which I sometimes make my kids listen to when they're not getting calmed down. And um, it's just really nice. Um, I made a little preset. I set it for seven minutes and I can kind of put gongs throughout or sounds throughout mm-hmm. and I just uh, have mine uh, my little preset I have like a gong halfway through it so I know like okay you're at the halfway mark mm-hmm. and it's just it's really nice yeah could you use it while you're meandering <laughs> you could probably find <laughs> okay. there are so many uh, preloaded you could probably find meditations that are meant to be walked to okay. mm-hmm. a walking meditation it's it's really sweet and it's free yeah so. great and what's it called again insight timer okay um, yeah all right. Well, I would just like to thank uh, our coworker uh, Donna Marconi for helping uh, with some technical issues we were having earlier. Yeah, um, Donna's the best. We she would be lost without her. And uh, yeah, so thank you, Donna. And also, we would like to wish our colleague Christina Springfield a fond farewell as she leaves us for a new library position in Southern California. Christina was on the podcast in the early days and did some post-production work for us as well. And we tried to get her on the podcast one last time, but it just didn't work out. Um, So we uh, thank her and uh, wish her good luck. And this has been a production of Madison College Libraries and the Student Achievement Center. Thanks, everyone, and see you next time on the Overview Podcast. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.